Welcome back to the H2B Creative Fuse podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Buckner. Um, I'm part of the creative team here at H2B. We are, again, located across from Burr Park, so feel free to come see us for all of your creative and marketing needs. Today, we are here with Ruth Park, um, a local and immensely talented artist. So oh, thank, thank you, you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you um, for having me. And we're just going to kind of dive into your your background and your history and, and everything that you do here. Okay, uh, well, I guess we'll start with the schooling. Uh, I went to school for art in uh, at the City College of San Francisco. Oh, wow. Where I uh, specialized, or not specialized, but I focused a lot on sculpture. Um, it was just sort of maybe a God thing, maybe just a fate thing, but I went to this 2D art class that it had been really, it was totally booked and the teacher there was kind of looking at me like I was a fool for like trying to walk into that class like <laughs> yeah something had happened and I forget what it was but I was there you know trying to get into this 2D art class because everybody wanted to do painting and then uh, there wasn't uh, room and he was like you know you can get on the list if you want to and right across the way there's this sculpture uh, studio and I got in there and there was like a bandsaw and woodworking tools and like all of this stuff and then the, the way the teacher explained it to us, she she's this really, really talented, uh, Stephanie Robeson, uh, she's a really talented artist working actively in the San Francisco area. She, she was like, yeah, you know, sculpture is something that exists in the world with you. And so that's something to think about when you make things, because it's not a window into something else like a 2D art piece is. It's something that you, you know, inhabit the space that it inhabits as well. You interact with. Right. Yeah. And so I was really drawn to like installations after that and sculpture. And uh, I think that's probably why I'm drawn to murals, because they're sort of an installation in yeah. their own way. You know, you are in a room and like one wall of the room is this image, you know, and you, it's kind of hard to ignore. Yeah. It's not like a little, you know, painting where you can just kind of walk and by you it. You can't or, like take it down. You're, right. You're, it has its own personality. Like it's this like living thing in, in my opinion anyways, it's this yeah. like living thing in the space with you. Yeah. Yeah. So. And you know, they can be, they can set the mood, you know, some of them are like really funky and they turn a space that's kind of bland into just like this really pop arty, you know, feel and some of them are just really soothing and yeah, so like that large scale is really interesting to me. Where did you grow up? Uh, so I am a military child. Okay. And uh, I um, I was born in Panama. I immigrated to the United States um, when I was three. And so I went to public school and everything here. And my father uh, was in the Navy. And we lived mostly up and down the East Coast. We traveled a couple of different places. Uh, I was stationed in Italy for a time, which was like my most oh. like fun, exotic thing. And How I, old were you there? I was uh, 10. Uh, 10 to 14 is when I lived there. And uh, that's a chunk of time. It was like formative yeah. years. Yeah. Okay. And it was, yeah. It was great because it was, you know, when I was starting to pay attention to art history and I was starting to pay attention to what an incredible you know, place to be. Yeah. Like what the significance of like the Vatican is or the significance yeah. of, you know, going uh, to the uh, certain opera house or something like that. And so, yeah, it was a great time. And my mother and I, uh, there's a program called MWR, Morale, Welfare, and Recreation. And it is. Uh, just this program that they have for military members uh, and you do things through it like you do anything that improves morale and so in Italy there was a lot of travel uh, stuff you know there were little trips that you would do to like Tunisia or little trips to Spain or whatever and so my mom and I really took advantage of that and it was like a really cool and and some of my best memories are just traveling with her to like Austria and then she was like always super cheap she's you know she's like a (laughs) foreign 
corner yep. <laughs> and she was like always doing her own thing and she always kind of maybe this is why I'm this way she always kind of you know followed her own drummer and uh, so to speak and she just would like she would bring a rice cooker and like cans of tuna and like we would eat in and people would be like going to these really nice restaurants and uh like there's this art nouveau restaurant Alfonso Mucha if I'm pronouncing his name correctly and he does like all the art nouveau like the beautiful nymphs with the with the writing and he did a lot of advertising back in I think it was like the 30s well uh there was a restaurant that had like featured his paintings and stuff and I was so excited about going there and she's like nope two nine crackers we're just just walking by it (laughs) (laughs) she's like they can go we're yeah we're staying in the hotel room you were a military child so you move around a lot how did you end up in San Francisco uh I just chose it Okay. Uh, yeah. So okay. when we got to the end of my husband and I, when we got to the end of our military careers, we are given um, our VA benefits, which one of those is tuition wherever you want, and then they give you a housing allowance based on the zip code of the school that you go to. Okay. So we uh, knew that it was an opportunity, and we thought about it for a time. And we, you know, we're like, okay, where, where can we go? We thought about all these different places. We thought about moving to New York. We thought about moving abroad. We thought about living in Hawaii. We, and yeah. so then, you know, boiling it all down based on what we were both really interested in at the time, uh, we, we ended up with San Francisco and just kind of knowing that it was just this little stint that we were going to do and that there was no way that we were going to be able to afford to live there another time in our life. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we, so we went and we, you know, lived a few years over there and, uh, then our children got older and I had kind of always wanted to, um, push for stabilization in their life because I didn't have very much of it, you mm-hmm. know, moving around so much. So uh, they got to an age where we were kind of pushing for that and we had to think about where we were going to be for that time. And so we ended up back in Dalton. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I know just with him coming in and saying hi, he mentioned that he went to like Dalton. Yes. Hi. Yes. So he's, the one he's from, from here. here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So how long have you lived here? Uh, since this time, uh, since 2018, I think. Okay. Yeah. And then we we came a, a while back when the girls were really young, and we lived here for just a short time. And it was interesting because a lot of things were different. Like there was no nightlife, there was no downtown to speak of. I remember it was just it was a very different town. And I, yeah, I was kind of like, I don't think I can live here. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's a small town. Yeah, but it has for changed sure. since oh. that time um, because I think that was in two thousand and fourteen or thirteen. Yeah. And since then it has I mean it has changed so much. It's kind of blossomed. It's yeah. been it's been great. So this time back around, um, how are you kind of getting involved in the community with your art or how is it supporting you in furthering that part of your career? Okay. So I didn't do murals um until until about two thousand and eighteen. Uh I was in Panama. We were living in Panama. And you have moved around. Yes, I know. Oh, what an interesting <laughs> story. This is great. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad that you're seeing it that way. <laughs> I have my opinions about, you know, like moving around so much, but it is, it's something that I, I do. I get, I, you know, we're there, we're somewhere for a couple of years and I'm like, I'm bored. We need to this. go somewhere. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I have to really just kind of tone it back down and say, no, you know, moss doesn't grow on a rolling stone. Like that's like been a big theme in our lives recently and, you know, trying to learn all the lessons and all the wisdom that comes with that. But yeah, we were living in Panama and I was fascinated with this artist. Uh, Her name is 
Marita Art. I don't know her full name, but she, you know, I was following her Instagram and I uh, would go to this cafe, this little cafe that specialized in American cheeseburgers, which is funny, <laughs> but like it was the only place that I could get an American cheeseburger yeah. in Sometimes the area. You just need one. Sometimes uh-huh. you do. And then she would also do lattes. So of course she like became my favorite place. And then, um, yeah, just the aesthetic of the cafe. And one day I asked the owner about the murals that were on the wall. And this artist always does these big like floral murals with black lines with these stark black lines uh you know bordering everything and it's really i mean it creates an impact it's beautiful beautiful work um so i would just kind of go and like stare at this and then you know one day i got up the nerve to tell her that i wanted to do a different wall that she had and she was like yeah okay let's do it let's you know come up with a design let's let's figure this out and then sort of high on my (laughs) my newfound like career that I had given myself I like went across town and went to this other coffee shop that we were trying out one night and I was like you guys don't have enough art on your walls can I do some murals in here (laughs) to this other coffee shop you know they were like yeah sure look at you go I know I just yeah it was a persona I was embodying (laughs) that's so great though (laughs) good for you you just kind of so interestingly enough the first one fell through she was like hey I you know I'm not gonna be able to do it like let's maybe put it on a back burner and I was like, yeah, sure, fine. The other one, though, the one that I just kind of marched up to, uh, they they were like, yes, yeah, we need we need art in here. And it was true, they did. And so uh, I went home, I, I painted out all of these little uh, propositions for them. And I came in and I showed them to the, the gentleman that was um, the owner. And he looked at them and he was like, okay. Um, and instead of looking at them like propositions, he was like, okay, we're gonna do this one over there and this oh. one over there and this one we can do this way. And I, you know, I was like, that's so exciting. So I was busy for a while with all of the murals that he wanted. It was just, it worked out so well and it was just so weirdly like, I don't know. It, and so then it just kind of kicked off. And then one of the paintings that I did for him was this black and white mural and it was a, you know, maybe like a 10 foot coffee mug and it had all this black and white flowery kind of art coming out of it on a plain white table. And when I came to Dalton, uh, Dustin Coker, who owns the Native Kitchen, that was the one that he saw and he was like, okay, when I came to him about doing uh, artwork for, for the Native, he saw that mural that I did for them and was like, okay, yeah, I would like something like this. You know, I like the energy that this one has. Yeah. And so then, um, you know, I progressed from there. And so, yeah, and that was my start to, you know, if that was a question yeah. that I had, that was my start in Dalton was with them, with the Native Kitchen. And I did, well, now I've done like five murals in there. But I mean, arguably, one's a door. So <laughs> that still counts. Yeah. <laughs> smaller scale mural. Yeah, yeah. That's great. So from there, how has it kind of progressed? What else have you done? Tell- well, uh, I was really lucky. I had a great supporter at the Arts Guild, Savannah Thompson. And They're you- great people. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she um, heard about a public art project that was going to come up, and she, you know, suggested me. Um, she said, you know, here's a mural artist working right now. Do you guys want to use her? And so that was how the uh, Peacock mural came to be. And they already had like cool. this design that they wanted, and it was in the in the uh, the slideshow. Uh, if everybody knows like that slideshow that was like the downtown Dalton master plan, and it was just you know like a young man in front of a peacock. Uh, in there and they were like okay this is this is what we want and it was it was kind of plain initially it was going to be just these feathers kind of like the the shape the form on brick 
And then uh, luckily we were able to add that like really startling blue behind it and then to do like the words and the and the, the warm colors. And I think it turned out pretty well. But yeah, that was that was, that was how beautiful. I got with that. Thank you. Yeah. Obviously, when you're commissioned to do something, you, people come to you with like a I'm and again, correct me if I'm wrong, but people come to you with kind of like, a, OK, we want this subject matter, but we like your style. We want you to put your sub like your spin on it, whatever. But when you are working just for yourself or just kind of creating, what is your favorite subject matter to work on or even outside of murals? What do you like to do? I really enjoy portraits. I also I enjoy color uh, as an exploration Almost always when I'm doing a portrait, I, I love a portrait more that has really, really fooled around with color. So I, I really like doing pop art pieces. Uh, I like using kind of crazy colors. There's a neon pink that I've been using a lot. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and portraits as well. And so uh, some of the portraits that I've done recently, it's just kind of been like I did the sketch kind of more in an academic way. And then I kind of look at the the photo that I'm referencing and I'm just like, okay, how does it feel? Like, how does the light feel coming from over here? And sometimes that light feels super orange or super neon pink to me for yeah. whatever reason and so I'm just kind of instinctively like following that and what I come up with um, are these portraits that they look they look to me just really interesting and just really emotional and so that's been a fun thing for me recently a lot of pop like I said a lot of pop art pieces um, a lot of like s more like illustration things that are just like nifty ideas yeah. that maybe you kind of you flesh them out and you look at the colors with them, but you don't, you know, spend too much time on them. And so I really like those. For these portraits, are you doing, Are you, is there like a portrait series or like who are you doing portrait stuff? Uh, I did, uh, I did Einstein um, for oh, cool. the, I'm not sure the company name. I think it's like TMA, uh, one of the Shelby Peebles companies, uh, a person that works for them asked me to do this big Einstein. It's like 55 inches across cool. and 58. Yeah, it's it's enormous. And that one was the first one where I was just like really playing with, you know, abstract and putting it on this portrait, this portrait that was just like a sketch and then getting all of these abstract ideas like on top of it and just like layering it and layering it. And then they wanted this quote that was uh, on the corner that said, think, damn it, think. <laughs> and uh, so they have it up in their office. Uh, and, you know, it's something I guess that the late... Uh, Mr. Peebles used to say uh, to them, he's like, you know, I'm paying you guys money to think, so think, <laughs> damn it, you know. And so that's the story that I got. I thought it was a really cool idea. And so I can show that to you at some point. But um, then that kind of led me to do another one. And really, it's just a photo. Um, I'm trying to, like, in this last year, I've been trying to do more Panamanian people, mm -hmm. um, just because I thought that that would be a cool continuum just to, to explore. Uh, so I have some portraits that I've taken, and then I'm going to put them into paintings, and they're going to be pretty large. And those will be showing, uh, you know, obviously nothing is ever set in stone, but those are going to be at Dave and Polly's and sometime in the fall. Cool. And so I'm hoping to have a couple of really large pieces along with a bunch of other things that I've done over the years. Where is, so for people that are curious and seeing your work and potentially checking out these paintings when you're showing them, mm -hmm. where can they find out more about you? Shamelessly promote yourself here. Like, like tell us everywhere we can find you. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I am kind of ashamed. I'm like, 
I'll say, you know, people say they're in between work. Uh, I'm in between, I guess, like social media or sure. like like online presence. I just kind of have found in the last couple of years, you know, that the more I withdraw, the more freedom I feel. And yeah. uh, then I was kind of fighting with this, like, you know, how are you an artist if you're not on social media? How do you do that? But, you know, I deleted my Instagram. Good and for you. <laughs> thank you. And <laughs> you know, it felt liberating. It was just like, oh, good. I don't have to worry about that anymore. And I I still make it work, you know. And, uh, you know, part of it's kind of more of like a spiritual practice of like whatever's going to come is going to come. And I invite it into, you know, into my life. And uh, I don't want to push anything, you know, in any direction. So we'll see how it goes. And yeah, I get I get commissions for murals. I get people who just know of me and Dalton's a small town. So people yeah. will just say like, you know, are you interested in doing this or that? And that lumped in with having a baby right now. It, it's been kind of an interesting you have your time. Hands full. Yeah, mm-hmm. where I'm just like, you know, how much do I want to work? And supposedly I was going to stop like as soon as uh, my son, who's now close to two, when he was born, I was going to stop working. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm really like, I'm going to say no to any new project that comes along. But I'm in ENFP. I don't know if you know the Myers Briggs at, at all. Okay, so mm-hmm. yeah, uh, the opportunity, like, it was really difficult to say no to something. And like, everything sounds like this, like, cool new project. And so I think I successfully probably said no to maybe four murals during that time. But everything That's still else, so I said. many inquiries. Like for you to be able to say no to four and still be able to like do stuff. Yeah, like, that's wonderful. And it was. It was a great time too to really exercise this principle that supposedly I'm only doing things that really interest me. So let's see how that goes. And uh, yeah, it worked out really well. And, um, you know, I remember I told him that I was gonna I was gonna stop fully. And then uh, this uh, first things first Chattanooga, which they are, do you know who they are? They're, they, uh, they focus on like the family unit, they do a lot of family counseling and family okay. support. They help people with like, there. Uh, there's a class for gentlemen who are behind on like, uh, what is it called? Uh, child support payments. Okay. And they, uh, they help them to kind of like, you know, get ahead or get to a place where they're more stable than also, instead of it being a big stressor on the whole family, then they try to figure out a way to like mend this thing, you know, because they know that those children that grow up in that family will now go out into the world and affect the world in their own way. And hopefully that way is a good way in a way that has, you know, been brought up out of stability and, you know, some help and love and nurturing and community and all of those things. So that's uh, something that they do. And I I really believe in their mission. I I really enjoy them. And I did a a mobile mural for them a couple of years ago. And uh, a mobile mural. they, They had me do, they actually brought me these big pieces. They were like these plywood pieces on frames. And they brought them to me and I painted like kind of like a logo that they had designed and they were going to bring it to different events that they did. You know, they were going to like put it up. That's a great idea. Yeah. And when somebody like did a photo op or whatever, they would, you know, do it there or they would do interviews in front of it or whatever. And so they had that for a while. Talk about keeping your brain consistent. Wherever you go, that's great. <laughs> and uh, then they they contact me much later, and they were like, "We're gonna do this. Um, what is it called? A uh, like a fundraiser kind of banquet thing, and we'd really like to do an interactive piece for that." And I was like, "Yes." And I just told my husband, "No, I won't. You know, say yes to anything <laughs> else." And I was like, "Yes, yes. I'm sorry, Ryan, but yes. You know, like I'm doing this." And it was awesome, and it was everything that I thought it was gonna be, and it was a ton of work. But um, we ended up with this really cool walkthrough where you begin in childhood and they have like these words that they used for uh, 
like what this child is kind of going through. And none of these words were mine. These words were chosen by people that they were going to interview during this fundraiser that they were going to be speaking at this event. Okay. And so they had like these people that they were following their story. And I was just making this art piece to kind of to help people visualize that story, but not in a way that was going to, you know, lead to them pitying the people. Yeah. It was going to be like this, like, okay, why is it that we make decisions in this way? Or why is it that sometimes you're, you know, led to, to, to seek the bad choice as opposed to the good choice, you know? And so they, they gave me these words and we put them on a television screen. And we had this little childlike figure sitting in front of this television screen. He's like all alone in this living room. And it's just like this room that you walk into. And the words on there are like, you know, not right now, I'm busy. Um, why can't you do anything right? What You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And it was this loop of words. And, I, and it was just such an emotional piece. Like you would turn the corner and you'd see this thing. And it was just really heartbreaking. And then uh, the second part of it was adolescence. And uh, it was supposed to be like this doodle notebook kind of looking mural and then there's this other figure that's kind of going and you know it has a choice to go one way or another and there's like a path drawn on the paper as well and then and on one side there are all these words that are like really affirming and it's just like harder to get to and then there's other side that has all of these words that you know show you kind of how much easier it is to just kind of slip um, during that time and uh just teenagers are just they just have these like big blocks they have to move and big consequences that come from them and some of them are just like really not equipped and haven't had the support to to make the best choices during that time and so then uh then you have uh the adult mural which was like a it's kind of like a tornado with like words kind of all flying again words that the uh, interviewees had uh, given us and uh, a person being swept up in it. And then it was just like this idea that you're kind of repeating this cycle. You're, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, you see yourself acting like your parents did or making the decisions that your parents did. And it's what you've been taught. So it's like really hard to break away from it. Yeah. And I I just think that that's really interesting. And I think that that's so true. And it's one of the reasons I really like them. It's because it, it just is so important to look at where a lot of like our societal problems lie and say like, well, if we were to maybe support these people, you know, one when uh, their children are young and like hopefully the children are brought up in like a way that is gonna help them to just flourish and thrive, then then we have an adult in the world that is gonna do the same things, yeah, you know? I love that. And, and like, I mean, some of it too is like kind of looking at your art and saying, I think it's really wonderful that you can give back in that way as well. So looking at your art and saying like, cool, like this community has supported me and, you know, given me business and all of these opportunities and then turning back around and saying like, I believe in this organization, so I want to go back and give to them, and I think that's cool. Like everything, it's it's cyclical. So yeah, like yeah. from from cycle of life to childhood to adulthood to the way you support people and the way you get support back. So that's wonderful. Thank that's you. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, that was a great project. Um, so what has been? You're just so supportive. That's so oh. great. <laughs> Thank um, you. But like, what has been your greatest challenge in creating this career path for yourself, and how have you tackled it? You know, I am blessed and I am very lucky that I have people who support me. Uh, That is something that I, you know, I don't really wake up and worry about when my next paycheck is going to be. And so that 
is just something that I have, that I know that I have, uh, that not everybody has. And there were times when I was the only one working and it was a little bit more stressful because we were like, okay, you know, yes, this project was really big and it paid really well, but what if I don't get hired for another six months, Mm -hmm. you know? So I guess just not having to think about those things, not really limiting myself in in terms of what what art will make what money uh, has been a really great thing to kind of overcome. And that took a while. Um, And I think that mentally, you know, I was... I was in this place where I was kind of affected. Even my artwork was really affected by the things around me. <laughs> and uh, I really wanted to get away from that. And uh, so it was a push. But I, I managed to at least get into a place where I would say, you know, 80, 90% of the time, I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm just thinking about creating something. And authenticities are really important to me. So I do want to get to a place where what I'm making doesn't talk to anyone in particular. It doesn't address things like it just is. And then whatever it is that I'm supposed to be saying will come out and it will just be clear. And the person who needs to see it will see what they need to see. And I will get the the, the artwork out that I need to get out. And so I have a lot of trust in order to do that. What a beautiful answer. Like <laughs> For every... I mean, yeah, for every artist, that sort of that goal is I want to be able to create the things that I want to create without having to worry about bills or, or outside influences or like yes. whatever. So I think that's you are a wonderful example that it is a possible thing. So yeah, that's thank cool. You. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm very familiar with that feeling. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> yeah. Tell me all about it. You can get there. That's great. Oh, well, well, I don't I mean, like I said, I, I, I do have a lot of support. It's a I, long. I know, yeah. 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 I have uh, my my family in law all live in this town and they're all really wonderful people and they're just they're incredibly helpful i mean there were times when i'm like hey yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know it's an hour away from the said time but i really need you to you know and so they they've just like come to my rescue so many times and i mean my my mother-in-law i have to give her a shout out yeah i hope she hears this she might not hear we'll it we'll send it to her directly yeah just her email. i will like, hey we wanted you to hear this <laughs> she she's such a champ she has she has been up at night like you know, moving wood around and, you know, delivering things to Chattanooga. And like, she's done all the things. And, and my husband, of course, has, you know, he doesn't have a choice. He's just, he's in for the ride. <laughs> I think it's, I mean, you have people that really love you and like believe in what yeah. you're doing. And yeah. I think that's wonderful. Yeah, Hopefully we is. can get you a few more people that really believe in what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that, yeah, I, like I said, I, I do, I, I'm so blessed and I'm so lucky. What has been the most rewarding part of your job? I don't want to call it a job. Your journey? Oh, journey. Your journey. Okay. That's yeah. Nice yeah. Word. Yeah. I like to refer to these things as an artist's journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have uh, a friend who acts and I was like, you know, how do you, how do you like begin? And they're kind of explaining it to me. And I was like, oh, it's an artist's journey. Yeah. You know, you create something and you show it to people. Every time. And if they like it, then, oh, you know, you create more. Process, though. It is. Like, <laughs> every single time you're like, here is literally everything inside of me. Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah. And like, it's, oh, it's hard. But yeah. 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 I don't know that I could say that there's one thing that's really the the most. I'm always in transition. So, I mean, even yeah. like the, the fundamental things about what I, what I, you know, what I believe I'm doing, for example, 
um, what I think my my role is. Like those are always changing. I'm always getting information and kind of like, no, you know, your your job is to do this. Or, but I, I think it's really nice that people want to hear what I have to say. I think that that's been really interesting. I spoke uh, not too long ago. Uh, at the UUCC in Chattanooga and uh, just kind of did what I'm doing here where I just talked about my career and I talked about how I got started and I talked about different projects that meant a lot to me and you know just having that voice I think that that's probably it like I think that's what we really want all of us is that when we speak that people care and that when we see something that we're able to talk about it and that people will we'll see what we see and that they will care about what we care about. And I think that artists, people who are, you know, living by that definition, they are doing that. They're they're seeing things and they're pointing them out and they're showing people things and they're putting themselves in this position where, yeah, people can criticize you, but also there you are. And uh, somebody, somebody out there is going to identify with what you're making and somebody else maybe, hopefully, right? We all hope we'll see what you do and it will do something in their life like it'll brighten their day it'll you know it'll make a point that they're just like yes I didn't know somebody else you know thought this way it'll pretty much speak to that idea that all of us think that we're alone and then when we see artwork sometimes we realize we're, we're just not as alone as alone as people think you know like we're there are a lot of people that sympathize with how we feel or there are a lot of people out there that are going through what we went through and art is a great avenue to to do that in so yeah I think oh. that's it. That's just wonderful. You're putting a lot of the things that I feel into words. Oh, and I good. Think that that's, that's great. I'm like, yeah. I couldn't have said that better myself. Oh. That's great. I agree so much. Thank I'm like, you. how do I tell other people about this? Okay. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for being here um, and for sharing your journey with us um, and your experience here and the work that you do in Dalton. I know you mentioned that sometime in the fall you have a show mm-hmm. probably with the portraits. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a couple of really large portraits done and, you know, they're they're beautiful. I can say that. I I, I do believe that they are very beautiful. And uh, I have some I I suppose the idea was to focus on being Panamanian, mm-hmm. being Panamanian American, uh, you know, and so I do have like images of Panama that I'm trying to tie into it but I uh, I have so much old work that's just like stuff that I've done uh, that that's going to be probably like the whole other wall so I'm not really sure what to promise I promise that there will be paintings I, love that. <laughs> like I think that that is a really great base yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> there will be artwork <laughs> um, do you know do you have any idea when that might be no I, I think that we talked about maybe making it in late September or early October okay and I'm hoping to have a website here soon, too, because I think that that's something that I could probably agree to. Yeah. It's like the idea of like, OK, I'm going to post it on the website. If somebody wants to see it, they can yeah. go to the website. And but. tell us again where it's going to be. Uh, Dave and Polly's Art Emporium. OK. Yeah. OK. Wonderful. So um, this will definitely come out before then. Hey, guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you are interested, then keep an eye out for I'm sure some promotions by them as I'm well. Sure so yes. great. Yeah. And again, thank you so much for being here and sharing some of your time You're with us. welcome. Thank you for having me. Okay. This has been a cool experience. Oh, good. Good. I love to hear it. Thanks for hanging out with us today here at the H2B Creative Fuse podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe, whether you listen on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher. H2B Creative is located in downtown Dalton and is here to assist with all of your marketing needs. Check us out at h2bcreative.com, creativefusepodcast.com, or any of our social channels. Until next time, stay creative.